They call him What up, everybody? We back with another show. We got a good show today. I'm your host, Rodis. Dun 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 Rodis, they call him Hunt. Dun 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 Yeah. So today, we got a special show for y'all today. So we got a testimonial today on Rodis Live. That's one thing. Two. We're going to introduce a new game to the show called Build-A-Bay. Yeah. You get to build your own bay today on Riders Live, and you get to do it for free. So we're going to do that. And then we also going to play another game, a Riders Live favorite, Smash, Pass, or Dash. And last but not least, we have the author of the book, Behind Closed Doors, Latasha Haynes. She's going to talk to us about her testimony. We're going to dive into the book. We're going to talk about the writing process. We're going to talk about everything she was going through during the writing process of making a book, how long it took, you know, everything she was going through physically, emotionally. And last but not least, what I want to say is if you know anybody going through domestic violence or any type of emotional situations, be a friend to them because you never know. People need that air. You know, be a friend without getting in somebody's business. Be a friend without overstepping your boundaries. Just listen. Just listen. And make sure that, you know, the person... Don't do nothing to harm themselves on your watch. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's your responsibility. All I'm saying is just be a friend and be that air for them. That's it. So like I said, we got a dope interview lined up. We're going to play some games. Let's get it. What up, everybody? Y'all know what it is. We back with another segment of what's popping, y'all. Behind closed doors, that's what's popping. Latasha Haynes, that's what's popping. Self-preservation, that's what's popping. Self-care, that's what's popping. Love don't hurt, that's what's popping. Loyalty is the highest form of respect, that's what's popping. Actions are a love language. That's what's popping. Don't play house. That's what's popping. Family matters. That's what's popping. Find a friend in the most high. That's what's popping. Fantasia is the writer slide. What's popping artist of the day, y'all? Let's get it. Nothing I ever 
did was good enough for you Nothing I ever did could ever seem to please you You always tried to make me feel small And all I did was give you my all I never felt pretty enough Never felt enough Never felt Fantasia with I Feel Beautiful. That song can be found on all streaming platforms. If you would like to support the Riders Live podcast, we have merchandise in the Riders Live podcast merch store and our link tree, which is linktr.ee dot e slash r o d e s. Option one, we have the Riders Live Podcast merch store. Option two, we have the White Lines book by Riders Hunt. Option three, 
We have the RidersOnline.net website. We have all our social media links available in the link tree as well. So hit up Linktree slash R-O-D-E-S. Thank you. Welcome to Riders Live. I'm your host, Riders. Today I have a special guest today, who is the author of the book, Behind Closed Doors. Please introduce yourself to the listeners of Riders Live. Hi, I'm Latasha Haynes, um, and I'm 34, and I'm a first-time author, and I wrote a book that's nonfiction about my life, and it's called Behind Closed Doors, The Pain Beneath the Surface. Okay, so what was the inspiration behind the book? Um, It was to help women who to help women and um it was to help women like me get out of out of abusive situations and it was also to um show women what I've been through and that it's never too late to get out of a abusive or toxic toxic relationship and um and it was to to I guess to show women that we get a lot of men too much power and that we need to learn to love ourselves first. Okay. Do you think that you can love somebody without loving yourself first? No, I don't think you can love somebody without loving yourself first. Because if you don't love yourself first, how can you love somebody else? Like, it starts from within. It starts with you. Right. So... So how does your old trauma affect the relationships you have today? Um, it affects it a lot. Like I don't trust men at all. Um, my guard is up. Um, like I'm autom- I'm automatically thinking that they're gonna do something to hurt me. And then I um if they're nice, I'm like, why are you nice? Like what you, what you got what you um got planned, you know? And my heart is very guarded. And if they don't answer or text me, I assume they're talking to girls or they're cheating. And it's just really, really hard for me to trust a man and to give them that much power over me. Because when I love, I love hard. And I would never let another man, like, have that much control over me again. Um, have you tried therapy? Well, I actually do, like, this family focusing thing. Like, they help us. I do, like, once... Uh, a week on Tuesday, so yeah, like an hour a day. Okay, but that's so, pretty much it. So, what are some of the techniques that help you relax? From um, my from my experience. From your therapy. From my therapy, they just talking to them, just talking to them, um, talking it out, crying because when you cry, it like releases a lot of a lot of um, pain and stuff as well, and it's good to cry. And then release it, and then prayer also. Okay. And then hearing other women's stories too. Right, it's therapeutic mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Do Do you find yourself still blaming yourself while you healing? No, I don't blame myself, but I just feel like um, 
he my ex damaged me to the point where um how I am, how I was with him, how I had to be hard, that hard girl. Uh, I'm like that in all my other relationships. That's why I'm single because like I, have, I automatically have this tough girl, uh, you know, this, uh, my, my heart's guarded. So I can't be me because I feel like if I be me, somebody's going to take advantage of me. Okay. So, so But I used to blame myself a lot. That's why it took me so long to let him go. Do you find yourself carrying your experiences from your relationship into other relationships? You said do I what? Do you find yourself carrying the baggage from that relationship into other relationships that you oh, yes, experienced? For sure. Mm, for sure. And that's why I'm single right now, for sure. And I did it. Like I jumped from relationship to relationship because I didn't want to be alone. And because um, I was looking for that love you know, that I really wanted from X-Men, not realizing that the love I was looking for was in me all alone. And that's what I had to figure out. Were, was you ever pregnant during um, the relationship while you was going through this? With, which one? Were, any, were you ever pregnant during this relationship in particular? The, this abusive relationship? Yes, I was pregnant three times. How did... How did, um, it, how did it affect your pregnancy? Well, thank God I didn't have a miscarriage and, and I wasn't um, uh, wasn't close to one because he fought me with all three of my kids. Actually, I have three kids with him. And um, I believe he even kicked me in my stomach with my um, second child, but yeah. they were okay. Only thing about it is I guess I was just like stressed. And I think my, my daughter, my blood um, pressure was high. They had to hurry up and... Um, and uh, induce my labor. So you was you was high risk pregnancy, right? On my 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 daughter, yeah, because she was late, and they said my blood pressure was high. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. If you don't mind me asking, how how many kids do you have from that relationship? Three. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So you're doing good, and that's great. Mm -hmm. So how did you know? You wanted to be a writer. I didn't know. I just wanted to write my story because I felt like people needed to hear it. And I felt like um, if I can help at least one woman get out of an abusive relationship or prevent it, then I did my part. Okay. But I've been, I've been wanting to write this book. Um, even when I was with him, I said I was going to write this book. And um, when I left him, I finally did it. I'm like, you know what? I have this story to sit out here. I want to tell people. And that's how it came about. How long did it take you to actually write the book? Okay, um, if I um, I started in March, but you know, I just was you know, not doing it all the time. But when I really, really started, like every day, it took me like two months. And I remember finishing it on June 25th in my son's room. And I, and I took like three days, the whole weekend, I could not sleep. I had to get this book like written. So you wrote it in three months? Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. How do, mm -hmm. how do you feel when you're ready to write? How do you feel? Walk me through it. What do you mean, how would I feel when I'm ready to write? How do you feel when you're ready to write? How do you feel? Like, how I, do feel you... I was feeling excited. Like, okay, so when I was writing, 
Um, I had many mixed emotions because it's a, it's based on my story. So I had to stop and I would cry each chapter I did. And I was just like, wow, why you ain't been leave? Like, you know, I can tell that I grew from that 15 year old girl to the lady, the woman I am now, because when I was writing the book and I was reading over it, I, I didn't even know that it was me. I was like talking to myself, like why she ain't leave? Not realizing that she was me. So it was really difficult writing it. Um, but I did it and then I didn't have to stop because like I said, the stuff, I, I had to basically relive it all over again. Wow. So it was like opening up an old wound. Yes. That I tried to forget and let go. So by you going through this and experiencing this, this traumatic, this traumatic encounters, like if you could go back and, um, uh, Holler at your younger self. What would you tell your younger self? To um, stay a virgin. Listen to my mom and daddy because they told me to not talk to him. Um, to not let a man put his hands on me. And when somebody show you who they are the first time, believe them. And not stay so long in a toxic relationship because it does more damage to you than you know. Okay, so... What what do you think actually led to the abuse? Um, I believe because, like I said in my book, um, I believe he he uh, he seen his mom, his dad fight his mom, and then I guess um, Bobby being fifteen, I never seen my dad and mom fight, but you know, I see my mom hit my dad sometimes. So even fifteen, like if he say something, I would slap him or throw stuff at him. But he just took it overboard. Like when we got like to um, every time he will, it got to the point where he'll hit me and he'll apologize. But then apologies stopped, and he's just like it was just part of of our relationship. Him hitting me and just abusing me, or if I don't say something, if I say something that he doesn't like, he'll slap me. So, do you think? Do you feel like you kind of initiated the abuse by hitting him? Yeah, in the beginning, yeah, when I was fifteen. Yeah, but it's like, I feel like it was already in him because he hit me first, I believe. Uh, he said it was by mistake because I had grabbed his arm trying to tell him, come here. He like, you know, did like that. When he did that, he hit my face and he apologized. But it's just like, um, yeah, I feel like I did initiate it. But I feel like by me being 15, like him 17, I feel like as we got older, he shouldn't have been putting his hands on me. Right. So mm -hmm. were you in separate homes? when this abuse was happening? Or did y'all live together? Like, did y'all have a crib? Um, In the beginning, we was like, I was staying with him and his sister's house. And, um, and so he was staying with his family? <laughs> he was staying with his sister. So I was staying with his family. Did you feel like you were de defenseless in the situation? Or did you feel like, you know, your emotions was guiding you where you couldn't think logically? How did you feel during the process? When he was fighting me, or just... Just, just being with him, like... Um, yeah, I, I know it's I easier know. said than done, but, you know, um, it's nothing that made you say, well, look, I'm, I'm going to leave him and his family, or did you think he was in love? You didn't know? I thought I was in love. He was my first. Um, he's the, my first love, the first guy I had sex with. 
And I thought it was, I actually thought it was normal. I thought him putting his hands on me, us all, the Arvin fighting him, calling me all the bitches and hoes and sluts and all that. I thought all that was normal because he's my first relationship, whatever. So, and then I got comfortable thinking that it was okay. And I felt like I could, this was, I felt like this is the best they get for me. I felt like it's what I deserved. So I stayed. And then with the kids being there, that was even more reason for me to stay because I didn't want my kids not to have both parents in their life. Right. So mm -hmm. can you say that by being young that you felt like, you know, um, your inexperience led to a lot of the um, the things that you allowed to continue to happen? Do you have siblings? Yeah, I have five brothers and five sisters. Are they older or younger? I have three that's younger than me and the rest is older than me. Okay, so did they know about the abuse or no? Yeah, they, they my sister, um, Daisy, she dated the brother. So we dated brothers. So she knew because the brother did the same thing to her. She just left quicker than I did. Um, she knew because I told her. My mom and him knew because he, he stumped me one time outside my mom's house with his boots. My brother and him were little and they came in and got him off of me, whatever. And then um, my dad and him knew because... Like he'll fight me when my um, little sister was over there and she'll go back and tell them. But like he just dragged me in the house. But I really didn't. If if he if we didn't fight in front of my siblings, I wouldn't have told them. The only person I would have told is my sister. Then my brother, who seen him fight me one time, didn't do anything because my brother went with his sister and my brother used to fight his sister. So basically he he couldn't really say anything to my um to X-Men because he was fighting his sister. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, man, I'm sorry to hear. I'm sorry to hear that. Mm -hmm. So, um, when you became 18, an adult, how mm -hmm. how long did you stay with him after you was an adult, a young adult? <laughs> I stayed with him until, until I was 30 years old. Oh, okay. Mm hmm. So, so did the abuse go on during the whole duration of y'all relationship or no? Yes, it, it was to the point where I feel like it got worse. Like, I'm not going to lie and say he was fighting me every day because he was not. But he said I have a smart mouth, whatever. And then he'll, he's, he was very manipulative and he's a narcissist and he's very controlling. So he wanted, if it ain't his way, it's no way. So if I had an opinion, he didn't like it, like he'll like slap me or whatever. Or if he feel like it's been a while since he beat my behind, he'll say, okay, it's time to get your ass beat because the long, if you had a, this ass would have been long overdue. And it got to the point where he didn't care anymore. He just felt like I deserve to get beat up because he felt like he was trying to control me. He felt like by him fighting me, that was going to control me. And I was telling him, it's not as making me hate you. Like it's making me like, why are you keep putting your hands on me like I can't beat you up. And when I did try to fight him one time back, he beat me up like bad, like bust my eye, he was bleeding. And wow. um, that was the last time I fought him. Uh, and I was like 18. Like when I was 18, I fought him back because I was tired of him hitting me. When I tried to fight him back that one time, he fought me even harder. So I never fought him back again after that. Okay, so you left him when you was 30, right? Mm -hmm. So during... During that 12-year period from 18 to 30, mm -hmm. um, what what involvement 
you know, on your end? Like, what, what made you stay? Do you think it's anything that he did to, um, to, to make him fight you? Or, you know, why did you Anything stay? I did? Yeah. Do you think it's anything? What role did you play in, you know, this going on? I, I have an attitude. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I was very angry with him because um, I was working two jobs. So I felt like we working two jobs and it was to help him. Like my money was going to his account and I felt like he wanted me to work two jobs the way he can be with his friends, party, you know, be with his brother because his brother like stayed right there with us on the same land or whatever. So and it, when I came home, it felt like I wasn't welcome. So of course I would have attitude. I'm tired. And instead of him trying to figure out, okay, what's wrong with her? Maybe she's just tired. Like, you know, instead of him trying to just say, hey baby, what's going on? He threw fire on gasoline you know what I'm saying like he threw the fire he threw oil gasoline on the fire you know what I'm saying and I'm like like that's not how I work whatever so we was I was constantly had attitude and I was angry all the time because I'm like I'm tired of working like I'm missing time with my kids and I feel like you don't even want me to come home when I'm gone all the time so I feel like I did have attitude a lot of times but sometimes I didn't when I tried to come home and surprise him he'll be gone or he just would it would never be right Okay, so um, did he work as well or no? He worked. Um, he worked, but he lost his job. And then uh, I guess when I had got another job, whenever I just became store manager, so I was working um, a store manager. And then I was being, I was working at um, Starbucks, okay. and I was paying his child support on kids that he had on me. Oh wow! So, but you loved him. Was he? Are y'all married? Is he your husband? Was he was coming. We were coming along married. Like he didn't believe in okay. marriage. He said that okay. we we it's best that we not be married because you know on paper, you know, um, you can do more if you're not married on paper. So we was just coming along married. That's what he went by. Okay, so um, if you don't mind me asking, how many kids did he have outside the relationship on you? Was it three. with one, with three women or two one women? Woman? So. So my son was first, my 17-year-old son is first, and my second son was second, and then he had a baby with um, his other baby mama, and then he got another girl pregnant, and then he got me pregnant, so me and the girl was pregnant at the same time, then he made me get my tubes tied because he wanted any more kids, and then he got his other baby mama, the, the, the second baby mama, he got her pregnant again. So our daughter, who should have been his last child, is not his last child. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So how long have y'all been separated? Well, we've been separated. I left him in um in when I was thirty, but I stopped. We stopped having sex. I stopped having sex with him a year and like three months ago. Okay, and y'all mm -hmm. still separated, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, good for you. So let's get into this book. This mm -hmm. booky book, book, book. Mm-hmm. So. I bought the book on out on Audible. Um, I started reading bits and pieces of the book, but I just mm -hmm. want to sit down with it. It's nothing like opening the book, so I'm gonna still have to get the paperback version of the book. Mm -hmm. So I've asked everybody that's listening to this episode to go get Behind Closed Doors by Latasha Hayes. But we fit again into this book. So let's get into this okay, book. Okay. Describe the book to people in detail. 
You say you want me to describe it? Yeah. Like, what do you mean describe it? Like, from the beginning, like, what you want me to do? With right. So, give the people a brief synopsis of what the book is about. We know what it's about, but walk us through your experience. Like just everything. I don't want to give out too many details on the book. What you say? So you, you, you don't have to get too many details. Just just tell us a little bit about the book because we want people to pick it up. Okay, so this book is it's real. It's um not too graphic, but it's um tell it's I'm blunt and I'm telling the truth. This book involves abuse, um, sexual assault, um, cheating. Um, a lot of lying, disrespect, um, a girl who was fell in love at the age of 15 and got pregnant and she had to go through like so many mistakes before she finally learned from them. And, um, it seemed like in, in the book, it's like, um, I was alone. Like I felt like I wanted to, um, die. I didn't care if I died or not. Um, it was a lot of alcohol. I mean, you're getting a lot of alcohol in the in the book when you read it. Um, it's stuff that happened to my 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 son that uh, I don't think no parents should want to should experience. Um, what else is in the book? It's basically a lot of growth in the book as well. You're going to expect a lot of growth, and you're going to be angry, sad, mad. You're going to have mixed emotions. But I feel like in the end, you are going to love the book and you're going to see the growth from the 15-year-old to the 34-year-old. Okay. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. All right. So thanks for telling us about the book. Thanks for mm -hmm. giving us a little bit of history about you and your experience. Let's have mm -hmm. a little bit of fun. Are you ready to have a little bit of fun? Yes. Okay. Um. I'm gonna play this game with you. It's two games, but this is the first mm -hmm. game. We gonna mm -hmm. um we gonna play this game called Build a Bay. It's sort of like Build a Bear, but it's mm -hmm. Build a Bay. So if okay. you can take five attributes from any man, dead or alive, they could be an athlete, they could be a regular everyday person. They could be anybody. If you could take five things to make your perfect man, what would they be? What and I have to pick like all the five what, things that I want. What What would the attributes be, and who would you get them from? Oh, that's kind of hard because I don't. I know my daddy for one. My daddy had him been a hardworking man. So hardworking is one, right? Hardworking man is one. Um, Michael B. Jordan, how he looks good and he's respectable. So that's two. He's got two of him, Michael B. Jordan. He's my man crush. So how he's respectable, how he's sexy, body, face, and all that. I want a respectable guy. That's two. So hardworking, respectable. Um, uh, Papoose, he doesn't cheat on Remy. On Remy Ma, so I want somebody that's not a cheater. That's Papoose. That's the three. Um... Then I want somebody who, hmm, I'm going to say, I guess, um, sing and dance. Got to be Chris Brown. Okay. And then um, I want somebody who's already said not cheap as Papoose, as loyal. And then the fifth one would be, 
I want somebody who can love me enough to tell me the truth, somebody who's honest. So who would I want to say is honest? Hmm, because you just never know in here. I'll say I'll say Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. uh, that from him, Barack. Okay, Bar mm -hmm. Barack's honesty. Okay, Papoose's mm -hmm. loyalty, Michael mm -hmm. G. Michael B. Jordan's looks. Mm -hmm. uh, who else? Chris Brown. He can sing and dance. And what else? And then, I think that I said Michael B. was um, looking good and he was respectful. Respectful. Okay. I need somebody that's respectful and that's sexy. Okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. All right, so that so that's your bay, that's your dream bay right there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. Now we better we better step it up or not since you got your perfect your perfect man. We're gonna okay. play this game called Smash, Pass, or Dash, right? You okay, what is dash? Dash mean you're not messing with them, you're leaving them alone. Okay, so ain't this the same as pass? Right. If you're going to smash somebody, that means you're going to get down with them. Okay. Pass, you you just going to pass them to one of your friends. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Dash, you're going to leave them alone. So, you, you get, so it's, it's, it's smash, pass, and dash? dash. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right, so here go your options. We're going to do three rounds. You get okay. three choices. Okay. You ready? Mm hmm 21 Savage, Kanye West, and Charleston White. Who is Charleston White? Um, I would dad dash um 21 Savage. I would smash, you say Kanye West? Yeah. And I will pass the other one. Okay, you will pass Charleston White to one of Yes, I'll, I'll yeah. Okay, here go the second round. Mm -hmm. um, Tory Lanez, he the mm -hmm. one who allegedly shot Meg the Stallion. Kodak, okay. Kodak Black, mm -hmm. and Drake. I would smash Drake. Okay. <laughs> I would um, pass Kodak Black and I would dash Tory. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, here go the last one. Da, 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 da. Okay. R. Kelly, Lil Bootsy, and Lil Baby. Lord Jesus. Um, I would... <laughs> okay, I would dash R. Kelly. I would smash Lil Baby, and I would pass Lil Bootsy. Okay, that's what's up. <laughs> so that's what's up. Um, that's mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. So, what's on your bucket list? What do you mean? To, to when I leave this world? Yeah. What What's one thing that you want to do before you check out? I know you might probably have plans to write more books. I want this book to be a bestseller and I want to make this book, I want this book to become a movie and I want to be able to direct it with Tyler Perry and pick my um, actors and actresses who I want to play in my book. Um, I want to do my own podcast show. I want to do my own um, woman's movement. 
I want to do a bakery for me and my daughter, and I want to do like a spot, a food truck for chicken and my honey barbecue wings. Okay. And like I just want to live life and enjoy the rest that we have with my kids and just, you know, make memories. Because a lot of time I, I lost um, working so much, and, you know, being in a abusive relationship, and you didn't want to, like, it, it's, it, it was a lot. It was a lot, like, in this relationship. So I lost a lot being in it, which, which, which I'm grateful for, because if I would never went through what I went through, I wouldn't be the woman I am today. Right. And y'all would have this book. That's what's up. What's the name of the book again? Behind Closed Doors. Okay. I got it right here. Hold it up a little more. Okay. Um, That's what's up. Yes. It's a what, really good book. I promise. That's what's up. Um, mm -hmm. what what do you want your legacy to be? You got a lot of life to live, but what do you want your legacy to be? Um, what do you mean by that? Like what how do I want people to remember me? I yes, how would you like to be remembered? To remember by the the woman who helped women and who changed the world and who was always real and honest and who was light and who always brought light, you know what I'm saying, to people's lives and who always had a smile on her face even when she was hurting and going through stuff. She always had a smile on her face and she always, you know, wanted to help other people and, and just, you know, do do us right. That's what's up. Um, mm -hmm. what's, something, what's something that you want to leave with the listeners around a slide? Um, if it was a young girl out there going through what she went through, what would you want to leave with? I would tell her like to pay attention to the red flags. Like, don't stay with somebody just because you don't want to be alone. Don't accept abuse or somebody disrespecting you because they're not going to change. Um, don't um. Stay away from your family and listen to yourself from your family. Listen listen to your family because they know what's best for you because they love you. Um, do not listen to a man when he tells you your family don't love you because they do. And for the women who are going through this right now, if you feel like you can't go anywhere because you have kids, I'm telling you right now to leave. Like you are doing more damage to your kids you understand like i'm i'm a living witness to that right now i have my 15 year old son who has so much anger inside of him right now i have so many he's he he's so hurt because of what he's seen his dad do to me and he used to cry and because he was 13 and he used to cry and be like mama are you okay like he used to cry and call my um sister's his cousin and say, I'm tired of my daddy for my mama. Like, I can't wait till I get big so I can protect my mama. So it's like, when we feel like, okay, we want to stay for our kids. No, that's not good. The only reason, the only way it's healthy when you have both parents in the house is when it's healthy, when it's no abuse, when it's no disrespect. But anytime any of that is in the house, it is not okay for the kids. And you are doing more damage than these kids than you know. Like, with everything I went through in this book, and I went through a lot, the one thing that I regret, the one thing that hurt me the most is seeing my kids have to watch this. 
and seeing them have to sit there and listen to their daddy fight me, seeing them have to hear me crying all the time. Like, that's the one thing that hurts me the most is have my kids having to see their mom get beat up and they couldn't even protect me. So please leave. Like, don't stay for the kids, leave. If you love your kids, leave. And I promise you will, we will be, you won't regret it and you'll feel like you made the right choice. I promise. That's what's up. Um, do, do you have a, um, where can people find you on social media? And do you have a link where, where people can um, find a book, find your social media, find everything? Yes, it's, I have a um, Facebook. It's Latasha Stay Real, Never Fake Hangs. And that's the same as my Instagram. And on my profile pictures, you can click onto the tree link and it will take you right to my books. It's on Amazon. So you it's got a link tree? What's your mm -hmm. link tree? What's your link tree? Uh, hold on, let me see what my link tree is. Let me see, let me see, let me see. It should be Latasha, it should be my name. Let me see. Okay, my link tree is latasha.n.haynes. Okay, y'all heard mm -hmm. that. So now just go through your um social media like you was doing before I so rudely interrupted you. You okay, you okay. Um, I have uh, my Facebook, which is Latasha Stay Real, Never Fake Hangs. And then it's the same as my Instagram, Latasha Stay Real, Never Fake Hangs. And we, if you go to my um, bio, you'll see that the, my tree link is there. And you just click on it and you can go get my book from Barnes & Noble. It's, it's on Amazon. It's on Walmart. It's, it's um, on Target. So all you have to do is just Google my name and it'll pop right on up. And the books are... Eleven ninety nine for Kindle, seventeen ninety nine for the paper, and then twenty three ninety nine for the hardcover. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. I want to say, Miss Haynes, thank you for blessing Riders Live with your presence. I appreciate you sharing your story. I hope that some young woman out there and young men can learn something from your story: what to do, what not to do, what what love really is. You know, mm. and everybody, make sure y'all go ahead and get her book behind closed doors. Yes, the pain beneath the surface, please. Pain beneath the surface by Latasha mm. Hanks. We mm. out. Bye.